Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hey there, you're listening to The Mighty Mommy with some quick and dirty tips for practical parenting. I've decided to take on a very daunting task. Well, it's daunting to me because it's an issue I have not yet resolved. I'm currently dealing with a two-year-old who is suffering from separation anxiety. Even as I was gathering my thoughts on this episode, my son was begging for my attention. I finally gave up and read him a few more books before he finally settled in for bedtime. I'm not a complete stranger to separation anxiety. My daughter went through it briefly, and I've seen other children going through it as well. The thing I wonder about it most is who it's hardest on, the child or the parent? Most children experience separation anxiety anywhere from the age of six months until about two and a half years old. The age at which it starts varies from child to child, and some kids get over it much faster than others. My daughter started showing signs around 18 months old, but it was very short-lived. I think she was more adjusted to being away from me because she was in daycare until she was about 11 months old. I was working away from home then and had not made the adjustment to full-time mom. She stayed with her grandmas and with a daycare provider on occasion. Once I started working from home, she became more attached and would cry when I'd leave her in someone else's care. But, according to her caregivers, the tears would stop within minutes and she was always happy when I returned home. My son is a different story. We're at the stage where if I leave the room, even briefly, he goes a little nuts, running through the house looking for me. Once he finds me, he calms down. But the amount of distress he seems to experience during that short period of time seems unnecessary and quite unpleasant. This brings me to my first tip. Don't sneak away. I know a lot of parents who make sure their child is distracted and then they run out the door as fast as they can. The only person this is easier for is the parent. By sneaking off, you don't see your child freaking out when he realizes that you've disappeared and he doesn't know where you've gone. I believe it's important to be honest with your child and let him know what's going on. Tell him that you're going out for a bit and let him know who's there to take care of him. Then, Reassure him that you'll be back and be honest about the time frame. When I tell my son I'm going out, he attaches himself to my leg and makes attempts to join me. I realize this is going to happen, and I'm careful not to prolong the goodbye. I give him his hugs and kisses before I tell him I'm going. It's important to give hugs and kisses often when you aren't leaving as well, so that your child doesn't associate your affection with leaving. My son needs to see me leave the house. If he doesn't, he goes from room to room, frantically looking for me. If he sees me leave the house, he's not happy about it, but he deals with it better. He knows I'm coming back, and he doesn't get as emotional. My next suggestion is for those of you whose kids are so emotional that you feel like you can't leave them at all. 
you can try working up to it gradually. Start with a quick trip to the grocery store. Maybe it's mommy that your child is attached to. Let daddy stay home while you run to the store for 15 minutes. Give your child kisses and hugs and tell him you'll be back in the time it takes him to color a few pictures. Ask him to have some drawn for you when you get back. Have daddy hold him so he can wave goodbye when you leave. He may be crying or seem inconsolable, but just go and let daddy handle it. Don't call when you get to the store either. 15 minutes is not a long time, and crying isn't going to hurt your child. You can bring back some stickers or a new book for your child as a reward for being such a big boy while you were gone. The next time you go out, make it 20 minutes, then 30. The key is to let your child know that you are coming back. Once he's used to you coming and going, he should be more comfortable with it happening. Keep in mind that the more apprehensive you are about leaving, the more your child is going to sense that in you. You need to be confident and secure about saying goodbye and getting on your way. Do not prolong your stay, as it gives your child more time to sense your own nervousness. If your child finds comfort in objects, you might consider having something that your child can keep with them while you're away. My kids have soft photo albums. I put pictures of family members in the books. This way, they can see their loved ones anytime they want, even if they aren't at home. When you return home, talk to your child about his feelings. Let him know that you missed him too. If a child can talk about his feelings and understand that mommy has these feelings too, it could help him to adjust to the situation. Finally, remember that separation anxiety is generally a temporary situation. Most children outgrow it before the age of three. The suggestions I've shared are to help you and your child get through this rough period in your lives. Some children get through it faster than others, and so do some parents. I figure I'm going to go through my own separation anxiety when my kids start going to school full-time, and then again when they're teenagers and they want to grow up. I suppose this is just one of those things we'll get to deal with multiple times throughout our lives as parents. That's it for now. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Hey, while you're still here, I still need your help. There's a new survey link on the show's website at mightymommy.quickanddirtytips.com. We're collecting information that will be helpful in creating better content for listeners. If you could take a moment to click on the Listener Survey button and fill out the survey, I would really appreciate it. You can email the Mighty Mommy directly at mommy at cutienow.com or leave a message by calling 206-202-2185. The Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips for Practical Parenting is part of the Quick and Dirty Tips Network at quickanddirtytips.com. This week, Money Girl is answering some questions listeners have about taxes, so be sure to check out her podcast. This is your friend, the Mighty Mommy, wishing you happy and fun parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide 